It's a great privilege once again to have you here with us, particularly if you're visiting and particularly if you're here to support and encourage those who are getting baptised this morning. Um, I want to just share something very briefly with you this morning before we hear from those who are getting baptised. They'll come and share their uh, testimonies. So if you have a Bible, if you could turn to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 8 to 10. If you don't have a Bible and maybe you've come to the church service and you're a bit unsure about all this stuff, maybe just listen in. Uh, the verse will be up here on the screen as well uh, for you to look at. Um, otherwise, you can turn to the person next to you and they'll be more than happy to share uh, the passage with you. So 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 8 to 10. So 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 8 to 10. Friends, this is God's word. Uh, the Bible here at this church is not just a book to us. We believe when we hear it, when we listen it, when we study it, when we uh, spend time in it, it's as though we're hearing the audible voice of God. So here is God's word. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering bound the chains as a criminal. For the word of God is not bound. Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we come before your throne this morning. Wherever we are at in our journey with you, whether if we're followers, exploring, skeptics, we pray that you will continue to reveal yourself to us. And Lord, as always, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you through you alone, for your glory alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, friends, I'm not sure what your memory is like. If you talk to anyone that is really close to me and you ask them, what's Shabu's memory like? Uh, they'll be more than happy to let you know it's pretty bad. Uh, I'm the, that, that guy who, when it comes to dates, times, uh, names... Um, probably not the best. Usually at a party, my beautiful wife will be next to me and someone will, I'll be sharing a story, you know, I'll say something like, you know, five years ago, and, and Beck will lean over and go, six years. Uh, six years ago. Uh, I'm not sure if that's you. Um, I found this little sign recently and I thought it was quite humorous. My ability to remember song lyrics from the 80s, or whatever age, far exceeds my ability to remember why I walked into the kitchen. So I'm not sure what your memory's like. I don't know how you go about remembering things. Uh, it's hard to remember. We forget. It's very easy to forget things, particularly things that become so familiar to us. Uh, as John shared earlier, today is Sunday the 11th of November 2018. It's a significant one because it marks the 100th anniversary of the armistice which ended first world, the First World War. At 11 a.m. on the 11th of November in 1918, the guns on the Western Front fell silent after more than four years of continuous warfare. That's a significant event uh, for those who have sort of grown up in Australian tradition, particularly, and, and in those kind of wars, you remember it. Uh, for those who've been involved or have family members who passed away, it's a reminder. But as the years go on, it becomes familiar, just kind of maybe becomes tradition or part of the culture that we live in. And so the significance kind of wears off. But see, even today, as we pause for a minute, we are pausing and reflecting and remembering. Uh, see, the Apostle Paul is writing to a young pastor at the time. Uh, he's most probably, Apostle Paul is probably most probably in jail or in, in house arrest. 
And he makes a comment to this guy called Timothy. He says, remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel. And you can spend time in all of uh, Timothy and you'll see what that is unveiling. But he makes a comment that's really struck me this week, where he says, to remember who? Jesus Christ. This is Timothy who has heard about the gospel and he's reminding him, hey, Timothy, my son, my beloved son, my, 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 my disciple, listen, remember Jesus. Not just remember him as a person, but remember who he is and remember what he's done. He, he is now, he's risen from the dead. He is the Christ, he is the king. But not only that, he makes a comment about being the offspring of David. There's so much in that. In summary, it's ultimately saying, this is God's salvation plan. This is the one who is the true king. As one storybook Bible says, or the perfect king, or the better king. This is King Jesus. See, in the Christian faith, there are two very deliberate institutions, or, or memorials, or, or symbols kind of deliberately put in place for us. And ultimately, is to cause all of us, whether if we're followers, skeptics, or on the journey, to remind us of someone, to remember Jesus. We talk about communion or the Lord's Supper. It's a reminder of what Christ has done and has achieved. And baptism is another reminder, but also an, a wonderful reminder to those who are being baptized they're displaying outwardly what's really happened in their heart and in their soul. That they were once people living as followers of this world. But they were confronted by someone and by something. They were confronted by this person, the Lord Jesus. And they were confronted by something, the good news that he brings. And that is the gospel. The gospel is this, friends, that there is one true God, a holy and righteous God, a God who created the world literally, the God who formed the first humans in his image and placed them under his loving authority and care to look after this world, to, to, to go and spread this good news, in a sense, from the start in Genesis. But then the enemy comes in and tempts the first humans and they give in. They, he says a lie to them. And that lie is, hey, you can be your own boss. You can be your own God. You don't need the God of the universe. That was a lie that they believed. And they ultimately disobeyed him. They disobeyed the God of the universe. And they were infected with this poison that Christians call sin. And it's infected everything in this world. It's infected you, infected me. And World War I is a display of sin but see the God of the universe is so beautifully rich in mercy sends his perfect son and in sending his son it's a reminder to all of us that we cannot achieve being right with God someone has to do that on our behalf Christians use the language of grace and you know what? If someone's getting baptized, that does not save them. It does not save them. It is showing outwardly what God has done in their lives. So this Jesus comes into this world, as Paul writes, the offspring of David, the true perfect king, the Messiah. Unlike us, he is the perfect one who obeyed the Father perfectly. 
even willing to go to the cross for your rebellion, my rebellion, the world's rebellion, and die. And friends, this is good news. But you know what? If the story ended on the cross, today is a pointless day. It's not even worth coming to this service. Ultimately, what we'd be doing in some sense is gathering to remember who's someone who's died. And you know, even with Jackson and Yee and Geordie getting baptized today, we, we need to be yelling and saying, don't do it! If Jesus was not raised again on the third day, because of who Jesus is, that he is God, the perfect one, rose on the third day, he's the risen Savior King. And this good news, at some point, the lives of the people will hear invaded their lives. They were confronted by this good news. And today they're showing that outwardly, proclaiming to all of us who are listening in and watching who is Jesus to them, who also they belong to, but who and why they're living here for now. That their lives are no longer for themselves, they live their lives for their risen Saviour. Their lives belong to him. And friends, if you're not someone who knows this good news, we would invite you to explore that with us. Uh, Maybe talk to the person who brought you this Sunday morning. Uh, Maybe you're someone uh, who's coming to support your friend who's getting baptized and you're thinking it's a bit strange that they're getting involved in a cult. We're not. Just letting you know. We would invite you to ask your friend. Ask them, why are you doing what you're doing? Who is this Jesus? We'd love for you to explore that with us. For those of us who know this truth, this morning, I don't know about you, what your week's been like. Let me ask you a question. How's your memory? How's my memory? Does the good news of Jesus still stir something in you? Or has the good news become for those people who don't know Jesus alone? Or has it just become news? Is it still good news to you, my friend? And this is one of the reasons why we love baptisms at our church. Uh, it's a wonderful celebratory time. And, and, you know, it just happened that yesterday we had a wedding and so they put up these things that so it looks like we're having a celebration. But it's also a wonderful reminder to you and I to remember the one that is Jesus Christ. But see, it doesn't just stop here on Sunday and doesn't just stop with the baptism service. The Apostle Paul reminds Timothy very bluntly that if you follow Jesus, there is a cost to following him. And it's a wonderful reminder to Timothy and to you and I that there is a cost to following Jesus. And not only that, there is, this is not our home. This is not where we belong. He says, For which I am suffering bound with chains as a criminal, but the word of God is not bound. Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect that also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. See, if you believe in the good news of the gospel, if you believe in Jesus, and if you're someone who's getting baptized today, all of us who believe in this truth have been entrusted with this good news. And not only that, we've been called to follow him, and in following him there is a cost. But it's a wonderful reminder this is also not our home. We are not meant to be living in this world. Our home is somewhere else. And it's a wonderful reminder for those of us who know Jesus, our salvation is secure. And so if this gospel has been entrusted to you and I, 
This is a wonderful thing, and this is why we live in this world. This is why we are to be sharing. This is why we go and share this good news to people wherever God has placed us. And because of this, friends, we come to celebrate today. So we come to remember Jesus. We remember his sacrifice. So in a moment, we're going to hear the testimonies of those who are getting baptized. So be encouraged, be stirred, be moved. But also, don't just stop it on this Sunday. Go and share this good news. And I just want to say to Jackson, Geordie, and Yee, God has saved you. He sealed you with his Holy Spirit. But he's also given you a responsibility. You are now an ambassador and always have been when you put faith in him with the good news of the gospel. So go. Be his disciple where God has placed you. And in the coming weeks... You will face challenges. You'll be asked to carry the cross and follow Christ. Know that someone has gone before you. There's this striking account of Jesus after he gets baptized. He's now gone and driven by the Holy Spirit into the desert to be tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. Remember your Savior who's gone before you, who's conquered sin and death. Remember your Savior often. And in that, remember also you now can rest in his grace because he's done the heavy lifting, he's done the work, and he has said it is finished. So rest in his grace. Would you pray with me? Lord, we want to thank you, Lord Jesus. This morning, as we remember you, as we hear these stories now, encourage and stir our hearts. For those of us who are exploring, whether if we're skeptical, maybe we're unsure, or maybe we're on that journey, would you reveal more of who you are to us? And Lord, for those of us who know you and love you, remind us every day of who you are, so that we live for you, not for ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen.